Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome again, everybody, to another week conversation with the head coach of the Cook High Hornets. Of course, I'm talking about Coach Jamie Rogers, who joins us uh, now, as he does every week. Coach, how's it going? Good. How are you doing this morning, Phil? I appreciate you doing this for us. Absolutely, Coach. We enjoy uh, you and appreciate you taking time out. I know that you got a busy schedule. Yes, sir. We, uh, we're going to get back at it this week, but I always got time to talk a little football. I hear you. I hear you. Well, brother, let's uh, jump right into it. Um, so you guys had a huge win the week before over Pelham, and uh, you come in, of course, uh, taking on a big uh, Brooks County team. And um, I don't know, Coach, just from what I've gathered, uh, I, I caught some of the in-game stuff from Dr. Mike McCartney, of course, uh, my buddy Dr. Mike, and uh, biggest Hornets fan in the world. And yes, he, sir. Um, just basically what I was getting from him is that it just was not y'all's night. Amari Arnold really hurt you, but let's hear it from you, Coach. Well, yeah, Amari Arnold's special talent. There's no question about that. And uh, you can't you can't play the least bit intimidated, and you can't play the least bit um, indecisive when you're playing guys like that. He's not the only one. You know, wide receiver number seven, really good football player. Quarterback, I think, is the difference maker for them because he can deliver the ball. Uh, to those guys deep down the field. I mean, he can throw the ball 60 yards in the air, stuff like that. Yeah. But Arnold but Arnold is their guy, right? So, I mean, he's the best player on the field. And uh, if you play intimidated or you play indecisive, he's going to make you look really bad, and he did that. Um, he did that at times the other night. In the middle in the front five, like right up the middle, I thought we did a good job. But on the perimeter, um, he was just a lot better than us. I got you. Coach, um, so this thing is close early on. I think, in fact, first quarter, I think you guys wound up 7-6, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, well, I can't – no, we missed the field goal. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's right. We mm-hmm. had the uh, the turnover. Yeah. Well, you know, they we give up a score, first play of the game to Arnold. We got a guy unblocked right in the hole for a one-yard game. He misses. We, I mean, he wasn't even down in flag football. And um, – he goes on to the house because, I mean, he just outruns everybody else. So, 7 nothing after one play, and then we get the ball for 15-play drive. We're doing the things we want to do, you know, uh, exactly like the game plan called for. We get down, uh, miss a snap. Uh, snap goes through our hands. We have to jump on it, end up having to settle for a field goal try. Don't execute that. One guy steps the wrong way. Guy comes through and tips it, blocks it. So, Seven nothing. They get the ball back, and then we have a huge turnover, like you said. Uh, run it back for a touchdown. Seven six. 
Yeah, and that's how we would end the first quarter. Uh, you guys uh, down seven to six, but still, coach. At that point, I mean, anybody's ball game. You knew this thing wasn't going to be a shutout. Uh, right. You know, but um, and coach, I got to be honest with you. Now, I've done um, two other coaches' shows this morning, in addition to yours, and it just seems like a pattern. The second quarter was just a nightmare quarter for a lot of teams, and it looked like that's the way it was for you guys Friday night, that uh, that second quarter. Talk about that. It was. You know, we give up a special teams touchdown with uh, a minute to go before halftime when it was 20-6. to six. Um, You know, after the 15-play drive, you know, everybody was confident, offense confidence. Then we get that huge turnover at the end of the first quarter, return it for a touchdown. Spirits are high. And then uh, – you know, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, there was a letdown, um, and, and I can't explain it. You know, uh, obviously, uh, Arnold is, is very talented, and we let him hurt us. We uh, on the punt return for touchdown, he catch, he literally caught it. We it was either kicked out of bounds or as close as you can to out of bounds. Uh, Arnold caught the ball one yard inside inside the boundary, catches it. And our effort was not good on punt. I think they thought it was going out of bounds or or whatever, but the, it's inexcusable. Can't happen. And uh, he returns it for a touchdown. Just uh, and we had a we had a couple things go bad in that quarter where it could have easily been twenty to thirteen at halftime. Instead, it was twenty seven to six. Yeah, that's man. That's that's a heck of a swing there, coach. I mean, you know, could have been what a touchdown game. Instead, yeah. now it's three. That's right, and that's huge against them. As good as they are on defense. Um, yards weren't easy to come by. I loved our game plan. Uh, we executed really good in the first quarter, and then it got kind of, uh, you know, they had a couple big plays, hurries. They they hurried our quarterback all night. We missed uh, a couple deep balls that we had a chance where the safety had vacated the middle of the field. We had a chance to hit Eddie down the middle and missed him by a couple yards each time just because there was so much pressure in our face. Those two defensive ends are really good football players. Uh, so, yeah. It, at the end of the night, you see 42 to 20. It looks like a blowout, and, and it felt like that at times when it got away from us there in the second half. But uh, kids kept playing hard. It was in the first half. It definitely wasn't 27 to six. I got you, and you know that's something I think positive you can take. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more of that here in a minute. But you know, you guys were in a tough situation. I mean, you're coming off a uh, a, a big win, obviously, big emotional victory. Brooks County, on the other hand, gosh, they had not played, I think, maybe, what, in three weeks or something. And I just, yep. I just, you know, I kind of wonder about the dynamics of two teams going in. You got one team, you know, on the other hand, uh, they're definitely rested. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you got to yep. wonder if they're going to be too rested and going to be rusty. But it looked like with Brooks, boy, it gave them a chance to really, you know, uh, work out any kinks that they may have had in that yep. uh, opening season loss. I mean, I don't know. You, you were there front and center. What was your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, all that what you're saying, it, it definitely played some uh, some part of it. But here's the thing: when it's seven, you know, seven thirty on Friday night, that stuff's got to go out the window. And good teams rise to the challenge. And uh, you know, they they put it on us there in the second and third quarter, and we let a bunch of bad things happen. Uh, we made some mistakes, uh, put ourselves behind the chains on offense a couple times, and then gave them um, a couple free plays on defense. And you just can't do that with a quality team like that. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I can't see anybody else playing for a state championship right now besides them. 
in Irwin County. Maybe I may be wrong in saying that, but um, in that classification, there's not many, there's not very many people going to be able to handle that athleticism um, that they roll out there. And then, like you said, we had a big game uh, last Friday night, a big win for our kids on the road. Uh, we haven't been able to do that much over the uh, past two or three seasons. So it was big and all those dynamics play a factor. But when you turn the corner, you still play hard. Hey, listen, the loss, the loss doesn't, you and I've talked many times, so you know how I am. The loss doesn't bother me. The fact in which the loss happened, yeah. that's what bothers me. That's what bothers me the most, that uh, that we didn't play as hard as we could for every single play for all four quarters. That bothers me. I got you. Um, well, you know, I guess that there is good news. Uh, you can always find, you know, some good news, and that's the fact that uh, it is early uh still you're only three games in you guys one and two and i gotta be honest with you uh and i know you're not a man of excuses i get it but you know that Ware county thing to me that's just an anomaly i mean let's just chunk that out the window because yeah uh, you know what i mean i mean it wasn't many programs in the state gonna hang with that so i don't even really look at that as anything to be dejected about sure it had to count it counts as a loss for sure but Let's, you know, let's talk about the games that really are the ones that, you know, you guys go toe-to-toe with your opponent. And obviously the last two were, even though Brooks County, man, they uh, they are a juggernaut. And uh, you guys uh, unfortunately caught them on, I think, I think, one of their better nights. Yeah, no question. They they were well-rested and they played like it. Uh, first time I think they had been at home this year. and uh, It was. You know, and that's a that's – a, that's always a fun crowd to play in front of, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, the other night they were everybody, players, fans, everybody was excited to be there. And we just didn't – we didn't rise to the challenge and play with the intensity that they did. Well, Coach, I, you know, there's someone uh, said one time, you know, games like this, you got to flush them and uh, yep. move on. So, yep. I'm assuming you guys have already done that. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah, well, today I can't wait to get to practice. We're going to we're gonna have a little discussion. We're going to – we're going, we're going to revert back to the old school way of practicing again. That seemed mm-hmm. to work for Pelham Week. We're going – and we did it last week. It's just, you know, we uh, – you know, we're just not there yet, and we're going to get there. Like you said, we're going to flush it. I'm not talking about that game to the kids anymore. Um, I may remind them of a couple things that they didn't – you know, they didn't play as hard as they could have, those kind of things. But I'm not going to revert back to the score. We're not going to talk about it a bunch. We're just going to try to get ready for this week. And let's talk about uh, the opponent coming up uh, this week, Coach. I don't know a lot about Randolph Clay. What can you tell us? Yeah, I don't know a, a whole lot. Of, I know they're one and one. Um, you know, it looks to be like they've got uh, they've got you know a little a few more uh, kids than they did last year. We uh, we played them last year the same week. Um, so I, I'm you know I just I've watched the film on them. Um, they do. They do some things a lot better than they did last year uh, on defense. I think they're a lot better than they were last year. They played Monroe last week. Monroe ended up shutting them out. It was twenty to nothing. I think Monroe got a late score, so that ball that ball game's fourteen to nothing with much bigger school. You know, they're uh, Monroe's three A or whatnot. So um, it was fourteen to nothing for a long time. So uh, it looks to me that they're much improved uh, over last year, and, and we'll see on Friday. Absolutely. Now they had a, um, uh, as you mentioned, uh, coming off a twenty uh, to nothing loss to Monroe. They had opened up the year uh, against Jordan of Columbus uh, yeah. by a score of fourteen to nothing. So yeah. uh, they post a shutout and they get shut out. So, That's right. uh, what kind of offense do they run, Coach? 
Um, well, we've got a couple things. Then the we you know the two films that we have, which is both games they played. They were uh, some under center old Maryland eye. Um, I hadn't seen that in a long oh, time. Oh, you gotta be three, kidding me! Three running three running backs in a row. You probably remember that. Yes, from, of course. <laughs> we got some of that. We got a, we got a little bit of that. And then the next very next play, they'll be five wide in a spread with just a quarterback back there. And they do a little bit of in between. You know, they are very popular nowadays to have what people call the sniffer back or the H back that's in there as another blocker. Yeah. Um, they'll do that with three receivers and a running back, and then they'll go four wide, one running back. So uh, they do a little bit of all, all of it. I think, personally, they're probably better uh, in spread stuff um, instead of under center and eye. It just gives them a, a little bit more. Let's a couple of those wide receiver athletes get in space. That's what, uh, if I were them, that's probably what I would do. Incredible. Yeah, I haven't seen that, uh, the old uh, Maryland uh, eye in, I, I don't even know how long it's been since I've seen hey, that. Hey, some of my coaches on my staff said, Coach, what are they doing? What is this? Uh, they, they're not old enough to. They're not old enough to remember it. They had the first time they'd ever seen it. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, there's a lot of the 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 younger uh, generation. When I say younger, you know, in their twenties and um, yep. you know, uh, obviously young men. But still, when it comes to some of these football formations, it is just as uh, foreign to them as if it was a, a, a you know a different language or something. But. Uh, you know, I don't know. You got a few programs that still run some of that stuff. I know Clint still does that. What single wing? I think oh, it yeah. is. And uh, obviously, we know their history. Uh, it has worked yep. for them. So we shall see. Again, Randolph Clay is going to be the next opponent for the Cook Island Hornets. So, I mean, what, how, what kind of rating? I mean, or, or grade? I guess you know. Would you give your team so far? Uh, and again, I'm just going to take out the Ware County game out of it. I mean, you yep. can include it if you think maybe you you know your your team's effort was there again, just a bigger opponent. Uh, yep. There's no secret. There's no need to sugarcoat what that thing was. But That's these right. last two games, Pelham, and then the the game on Friday night. I mean, you know, uh, the loss being what it was. I mean, how would you you know give your team a grade? How would you grade them so far? I would I would probably go the Pelham game was probably somewhere in the B range. B to B minus. Okay. There was a lot of things we needed to improve on, but the effort was what bumped it up, probably from a C to a B, the effort in which we played with. Really? Um, the Brooks game's definitely a D, D minus, um, because of the effort. Uh, like I said, a loss is a loss, and you can learn a lot of things from a loss, especially this early in the season, especially to a team like that. And what I learned was that we're, we're not there. We reverted back to some old habits when things got tough. And that, hey, listen, the hardest thing for kids these days in this generation is when things get tough is to press the gas even harder. That's, that's, that's not in a lot of, uh, of the young people these days. It's just not, um, it seems like the older days gone by, it seemed like, um, and I, I may be wrong in that. I may be, I may be just thinking about, you know, the glory days and things like that, but it seemed like no matter the score kids played hard, might not have been, it's just nowadays it's tougher to be able to do that. But you have to be able to do that because the scoreboard should not dictate how you play the football game. Um, and that's the hardest thing to try to teach kids. The scoreboard doesn't dictate who you are as your character and your person and who and, and the things that we're trying to teach them. So when you'll lay down and spit it out when things get tough, that lets me know what your true character is. And that's the hardest thing to teach young people these days. Yeah, without a doubt. We are uh, wrapping up with uh, Jamie Rogers. He's the head coach of the Cook High Hornets. You're listening to the Cook High Hornets Coaches Show. This is uh, the time of week where we talk with uh, Coach Rogers about his team's progress. We uh, take a look back at the previous game, look ahead to the next game coming up. 
Randall Clay is the next opponent. Um, how about the health of your team, Coach? Any major injuries other than the normal bumps and bruises? No, we're good. Jamarion, uh, maybe a little slight ankle sprain um, the other night. But other than that, we, we got out completely healthy. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's homecoming week here at Cook, so we'll okay. have a ton of dis- we'll have a ton of distractions. Yep. Um, probably other than picture day and banquet day, homecoming might be uh, a coach's worst nightmare. Yep. Um, now listen, we I love it. I love the yeah the kids being a part of the parade. You know what I'm saying? That oh yeah. Being a part of homecoming is great. Homecoming is great. It's what makes football football. They don't have homecoming without a football game. Right? That's right. So. I love that part of it. The other part of it is it's it's a huge distraction a lot of times with floats and and what are we riding? Girls, in? man. The girls, <laughs> girls in dresses that get that'll get a football team quicker than anything else. No so doubt. You've got all that stuff. So hopefully we can get through that, uh, play a good game on Friday night, and then we're inching closer and closer to it's crazy. Region plays almost on us. I know it. I know. I was just gonna say uh, what you guys have got. Um, is it Brantley you guys play after uh, Randolph Clay? Yep, Randolph Clay, Brantley, and then uh, Worth. Yep. Worth starts our uh, – so you so we've got, you know, two weeks, and then the weekend following that, it's, uh, it's get ready for region, which is what we all play for. Absolutely. Coach, listen, uh, I, I think you, you, your, uh, your team's better football is still ahead of them, and uh, hopefully you guys can go out and get the equalizer this weekend and get ready for – um Brantley and then uh, go into reach and play as you said earlier but uh first things first let's take care of uh business against Randolph Clay what do you say yeah absolutely I'm with you we uh we kind of broke the season down you know we got we're, we got five region games so we took it um we need to win both halves of the season we need to be three and two at minimum in both halves of the season if we can get that done we'll feel pretty good about what we we're able to accomplish with so many young kids yeah uh this year if we if we can win both halves of the season at minimum of three and two, uh, we'll be in good shape. Great goal. Yeah, I, I, I like how you, you know, your goal there, uh, setting that up like it is, Coach, for sure. Um, Coach, listen, thank you so much, Jamie. Appreciate you as always. Uh, very thorough with uh, uh, keeping our fans, the Cook fans, up to speed on you guys. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Yes, sir. Hopefully we'll uh, – uh, the outcome will be better this week. And I appreciate you having us on and what you do for our football program. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Jamie. I appreciate you saying that. Yes, sir. Have a good week. You too. All right, bye-bye. There he is. That's Coach Jamie Rogers. He's the head coach of the Cook Isle Hornets. They're going to try to get back into the win column with a victory again this week over Randolph Clay. We'll be here next week to tell you all about it and more of our conversation with Coach Jamie Rogers on the Cook High Hornets Coaches Show right here at ITG Next. I'm your host, Phil Jones. Look forward to talking to Coach again next week. You guys uh, have a good one. Until then, we'll talk to you later.